Uh, hey, we're up. We're up. It's happening. So how was your day? This is the podcast. This is how great. was your day? It was a great day. It was a great day. So good. So sunny out. But um, can we introduce what people are listening to, perhaps? Anyways, welcome to the Start to Continue podcast, STC Pod. I'm your host, Bill, and with me, as always, is co-host, Joe, Mr. AC Decepticon. He's angry, he's Canadian, and he claims to be a Decepticon. He's with you live on this podcast. We're happening. We're out there on the uh, on the interwebs, live in your face. When we so talk tired, about this... Man. Earlier this week, Joe said, yes, I will be there and I will smile and be happy. No, I don't. Because you mean that much to me as a friend. You begged you begged to do a show and I said, all right. Just because no, you no. want to. No, no. I said, you dude, do. You said, no. you said, I will suck your dick if we can do a show. <laughs> I'll do that anyways. I said, well, you don't need to do it, but the gesture was nice. I appreciate the gesture. Of course, nice any pecker sucked. Anything to get the star of the show on. Yeah, yeah. are nothing without you. And you even so we, uh, you were outside today. I could tell by your fucking tweets that you were putting out. Uh really? Yeah. What I put out one tweet that I went for a hike. I don't know something with your your kid behind a flower, and then some trillium flower, some cocaine plant that you tweeted. Oh, you know. I'm trying to get active on the Instagram because that's where all the kids are, it seems. So, suppose something interesting. Listen, I am posting interesting shit every day, not now, spam. I want to see you doing some interesting stuff. Show me how you clean your car. Show me that process. On Instagram? Whatever, man. <laughs> Whatever. I'm, putting, I'm what showing my birds. You? You're showing I'm birds. showing my, my chipmunks, my kids. I'm showing satellite dishes. I'm showing everything that's interesting. To you. And then Joe goes, check out my Toys R Us video, and there's uh, 30,000 likes. You know, what the fuck? What am I doing wrong here? You're showing pictures of birds and chipmunks and uh, cocaine plant flowers. Well, I think that's lovely, and it's uplifting, and it's interesting. People, people don't, don't get want, see. People don't want lovely this time. They want hard and gritty, dirty in your face. I don't know. I don't know. You're, don't you're know. doing it right, man. You're you're. Uh, it's yep. commendable on what you're pumping out nowadays. Is you it? Are, uh, yeah. You're putting a serious effort into uh, content delivery on a daily basis over there on your YouTube channel, and you got the, the socials happening on all levels. Oh, yeah. So uh, I congratulate you. It's a very productive way to spend your life. I congratulate you on all of the leaps and bounds you have. I will look back in 20 years and think this was all not a waste of my time. I say sarcastically. Uh, you've been a long time at it. Now you're you're seeing the inroad, so it's good stuff. Good work, man. You're right, though. Today, these freaking earphones make my ear sweat. Today was a great day, though. I got I, I was out all day with a shirt off, and I got 
My shoulders are so hot right now, I could fry eggs on them. No there's one heat. needs you with your shirt off, Rand. There's heat coming off of these. What'd you call me? Brand? Rand. Rand. Who's that? Rando. I thought, what? Bobandy. Who's Rando? What? Bobandy. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> someone someone does, I'm sure. Anyways, you don't, don't, don't go shirtless. We've been through this before. That is what's burning you. Yeah, but it was the first nice day. I was outside doing manual labor all day. Got to uh, open up the pool, did all that shit. Uh, when I was driving today, they pick up a bunch of supplies. I got pulled over by a cop for speeding. 78 and uh, 60, which is ridiculous. That gets over that 15. Yeah. Well, he let me go. Of course. When doesn't it come up? Not here. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> as, I was the, as I was driving home, I'm debating, do I tell Bill about this today? Because I know exactly what he's going to say. Instead of being so, happy for me, he's like, is of course. Surprised? Is anyone surprised? Me, I go two miles over the, the, the speed limit and I'm thrown in the clink. Well, I made some excuse like, oh, I, I thought we were still in the 70 zone because I was Did you do coming. your glasses? I left the glasses on. Uh, but I did leave Retro Fandango podcast playing in the background, so maybe that swayed him. <laughs> he got all drowsy? <laughs> He's like, I better let this guy go and get as far away from him as possible before I fall asleep. Oh, man, that... You're lucky because you were over that 15, so he could have done the thing where, like, you're, you know, well, I was, a, I was, over, a, but I was about 100. To... I was about 100, uh, about 100 meters away from the 50 zone. Mm. He was driving an unmarked car. He was coming towards me as I was mm. going. He was going east. I was going west. I don't know how he, he tagged me, but, uh, he threw the lights on right away, pulled the U-turn and came up behind me. Like, like you are creating your, this major, major offense, right? Doing 68. Uh, wow. Or what was it? 73? 78 right. and a 60. Like, guys. I, I admit it. I was speeding. I wasn't doing it on purpose. I was just coming down a hill and my speed built up. Yeah, I know. But there's, there's really bigger things out there that they could be working on well uh, it's just ridiculous i told him i really appreciated him not giving me a ticket i'm like thanks man you know there is that mom he might even not have got a solid read on you you know what i mean that's why he let you off too but normally if you're that if you're like 18 over like that they'll do the all i'll let you off with the under 15 to save you uh no points yeah and then well, if, they still get the ticket be, uh... You think they'd be down on their quotas, right? With this whole COVID nonsense, and they probably weren't pulling over as many people as, as they normally would. Did he have a mask on? No, just sunglasses. Yeah, yeah that would have been. You should add your camera going. Excuse me, sir. Don't you believe uh, your your main boss, the premier of Ontario, says that all of us should be wearing masks? Are you exempt from that, sir? Oh, never mind that, sir. 
So he yeah. probably didn't want any of that rigmarole. Well, I don't know. Waste of waste of time. Turn anyway, the cops were out today though in full patrol. Now I saw a boatload of unmarked. He was in an unmarked Dodge Charger. Um, but I saw like even OPP driving around the city for some reason. Lots of cops. Probably figured it's Friday, nice weather. All the dummies are going to be out. Yeah. Like me. Hey, there's dummies doing 110 in a 60. Get those guys. Don't get the guy doing 70. You know what I don't get is I thought, you know, all the speeders that they were showing on the highways going, you know, whatever, 200 kilometers Mm. plus. What? I thought there was a rule previously. If you were caught speeding over 50, I thought they did more than just impound your vehicle for seven days. What does that do? Wasn't there a thing where they were crushing cars of speeders? Are you? Yeah, you had said that before. It's de- it was definitely not at the 50 mark. Maybe it was something like 75 over or something insane like that. But not at the 50. Automatic impound for two weeks or something with the 50 over. Well, the news was saying seven days. I'm thinking, wow, that's uh, that's a slap on the wrist. Aside from getting your insurance going up. I would not have a problem with them crushing someone's car for doing a hundred over. Well, you saw all those videos of, uh, of the uh, stunt drivers doing like donuts and stuff, downtown Toronto and the main intersections. Mm hmm. At around midnight, throwing off fireworks and everybody's filming them. Yeah. <laughs> Dummies. They got those guys too. Yeah, they, they caught the first video I saw. And then a couple nights ago, they showed one. They never said if they caught them. This was a different guy. I so just imagine that driver definitely had chains on. Gold chains definitely and gold, gold rings chains. on his fingers. Tight and tight and shirt. Do you have a grill of. on his teeth too? No, no, I didn't say that. Definitely had gold chain though. Oh. Over the shirt. Over the over the undershirt, you mean? Mm-hmm. Much like I'm wearing right now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you putting a shirt on for this. Uh, no one wants to see this. This disgusting mess of not being in a gym for over two and a half months. Mm. Is that the next phase? Gym's open? Not for a year. I mean, not for a year. That's what you want if you were premier of uh, Ontario. No gyms. We are at we're at the cusp right now. I know you don't watch the news, but we're right at the cusp of getting shut down again. Because we are again spiking like mad with the cases. Well, it was too soon to open up anyways. There was no dramatic drop. It wasn't like. Yeah, the news was saying something tonight about. Um, or at least I, I thought I heard them saying that they were still able to maintain. Uh, uh, taking care of people inside the hospitals. Right. Yeah. Like they, weren't being, they weren't being overwhelmed. Yeah. 
So I think they're going to probably use that as a factor as opposed to, you know, how many cases are announced. Okay. Yeah. That could be the deciding factor. Now we're not worried about case number, just extreme number, extreme yeah. cases, but, uh, I don't want to get it. No one knows what the extended effects are going to be, you know, 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road. You don't know. It's a virus. It can do shit. Yeah. It can well, knock out your hearing. could make you go blind. You don't know. Viruses do weird things. I'd be more worried about the, the vaccine and what that does. <sighs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. And then you'll have tons of dummies who don't take the vaccine and we'll just continue this cycle. There's that. Uh, of course, if the vaccine's good and I take it, I shouldn't have to worry about the dummies that don't take it, right? Mm, you're right. Hopefully they get killed off. So, anyways, if they want to lock it down, you know, I'm... Yeah, I was happy in the lockdown. I, I love hermit life myself. I love no traffic. It literally knocked 40 minutes off my drive time to work every day. 40 minutes away. So... <laughs> Yeah, that was good times. So well, let's keep it locked down. Notice traffic's been yeah. picking up again, right? Oh yeah, mm. it was almost <laughs> full on yesterday. I haven't noticed that. Um, the other day, I woke up. I left the house late, which was six a.m., and I still managed to make it to work for like within my usual a lot of time. So it wasn't there weren't any slowdowns. There was traffic for sure, uh, a lot more that there was you know, in prior weeks, but and even today, like, uh, I popped into Walmart. Walmart was actually pretty busy. No lineups, but you know, there were, the parking lot was full. And, um, I told you, I was trying to go to Lowe's the other day to get some, uh, lawn soil, uh, soil for the lawn or something like that. There was a lineup about 50 people deep all the way down from the store doors through the parking lot to the sidewalk and then down the sidewalk. So the Home Depot stores like Home Depot and hardware stores, I think are still being really busy compared to other places. Popped in the Toys R Us again today. Pretty dead. What do you mean? Come on, dude. What? I was passing by. Come on. What's important right now? That's not important. You made you made fun of people on Twitter who put pictures up of going to those kind of stores. Not Toys R Us. Yeah. Other stores, yeah. Come I just on. popped in and out. It's, it's not good. necessary. You're putting yourself at risk and you put me at risk too because I work so closely with you. You're you touching work, all the shit. You work in another room. Yeah, and you're constantly coming over and touching We're, shit. Well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but my hands are sanitized. No. <sighs> listen, listen, please. Diseases don't want to come into my body because they, they know what kind of trouble there is here. Stay at the, gr the grocery store is fine. Hardware if you have to. I went driving around. I was going to stop a Canadian tire. If there was no lineup, there was a giant lineup. So I didn't bother. And then I had a package to go in the mail. 
and I go to my regular shoppers and people are lined up out in the parking lot with parcels. So they're letting people in the store. If you're going to shop, fine. Post office, no. Massive lineup out on the sidewalk. It's like, oh, it's so frustrating because Canada Post knows, and they've admitted this to media, how they have Christmas time like surge in parcels right now. So why not have more than one person work the desk? Why not? Why not? No, they just have one person and me, I sell something for 20 bucks. I'm going to wait for 20 minutes to mail it out. That kind of makes no sense. So I kept on driving. I went past there and they went, oh, maybe I'll go to Zares and check, uh, grab some groceries. Then Zares was lined up out the door. Well, I'm not going to go in there. So I kept tootling around. I said, oh, okay, I go to Sobeys because Sobeys has one, a post office and is never lined up because it's normally crappy in there. And sure enough, I went there. There's a tiny lineup out the door, but it moved in swiftly. And there was no one. There was one person in line at that post postal outlet. They're not very friendly in there, but they get the job done. And then I picked up some crap at Sobeys. This Sobeys, unfortunately, they, they have the worst. Uh, whoever's doing their produce purchasing, just they have the worst produce there. So you get bananas in there garbage in a day kind of thing i don't know Sobeys had a post office well this one does they they obviously all don't but this one does so what i hate is when you go and um people don't have their packages packaged up they're doing the i'd like to send some money to this person mm. uh cross country and then it takes them 20 minutes to to first find the address that they're sending it to yeah uh give it to the person this or that there's a might be a language barrier sometimes they don't have the right address it is so frustrating when they haven't printed out a label at home it's like guys we have computers now yeah. why aren't you just saving yourself all this aggravation oh well how much if i take it express then no uh how much was the other way oh it was this, and then they're like, uh, you got to reconfirm this address. This doesn't compute in the computer. Oh, let me look it up. Uh, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm standing in line for a $20 tug. It's just... Yep. Always dummies. Print out your labels, guys. <laughs> it's easy. COVID. Ah, <sighs> oh, man. Hmm. Allergies. So, I'm sure it's just allergies. Right? Well, I, I was out there looking at my birds, like I was telling you, and I'm having fun with my DJI Pocket, Osmo Pocket, this little tiny camera that is, has a gimbal. So you can control yep. the camera on its axis. And I finally got the wireless module for it. So you can set this thing up on a tripod and go put it somewhere. And then go sit down comfortably in the living room and watch the live feed from your phone and then hit record when you want, change the different modes, pan around, do whatever you want, all wirelessly. So I was getting some incredible shots of birds at the bird feeder and shit. And like I told you, this is, I'm going to get, start to continue YouTube channel to go through the roof. I'm going to set that camera up right 
in front of your desk. You won't have any clue that it's there, and we'll just watch you all day. I can just move it around and close up and slow mo. Watch his eyes slowly close. And then once your eyes are closed, you can do time lapse. So we'll switch into time lapse for about an hour. It'd be awesome. Yeah, I am the most interesting man. I really like that thing. It's really good. So I did today actually finally. Well, I should take that ad down. I did sell my Osmo uh, smartphone gimbal, what I had before, where you put your whole phone in the gimbal. Yeah, that sold today on Kajij. Someone drove up and got it. So that was good. Interesting exchange because she wanted to test it first. And I was hoping just to e-transfer it. And then you can find it on my front porch. But no, she wanted to test it first before sending the money and all that. So whatever. It worked out in the end. Interesting times how no one wants cash anymore. She's like, I have $100 in cash. How about I just put that on the porch for you? Well, I still prefer the e-transfer. No one's going to take that cash. No one wants it. So we had to wait around for the e-transfer. Yeah, that's true. Work. I haven't used, uh, not that I normally use cash at all. If they don't take debit or credit, I don't usually get in my business. But yeah, I can't tell you the last time I've used cash or anyone gave me change. Like I'm hurting <laughs> for change. So what are you going to do with change? Well, I give it to my kids for their allowance. Oh, right. So it's been building up and now I think I owe each of them like a 20 spot. Yeah. Well, I got the big kid on the, uh, on the e-transfer nowadays. So when I have to pay her babysitting money, it's just an e-transfer. And then she's, sure. she's big on her, or, uh, she'll do the e-shopping herself for shit and, She'll order takeout for herself. Takeout for herself. Yeah. Yeah. Take, what do you mean? That like for food at home? Yeah. Yeah. Like one day last week I was working, right? So I said, Hey, for a treat, you guys go ahead and get takeout and uh, I'll pay you back for it. So she ordered the whole thing up. She ordered from Panera and she ordered from Starbucks and she and got Panera all the orders through high end. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a lot of food. Then I get home and see what they got. They got this tiny little bowl of soup. Yeah, and, probably cost uh, a boatload, man. Panera's not cheap. Yeah, no, like what must have been a little finger-sized, you know, amount of a baguette. And uh, it wasn't bad. Like, I mean, so two bowls of soup or mac and cheese, whatever it was, and they come with bread or something like that and some kind of bullshit. And that was only 18 but then you tack on delivery and tip. That's another 10 bucks right there. So mm. now you're up to 30 instantly kind of thing. And then she wanted Starbucks too. Oh, as a treat. Come on. What are you going to get at Starbucks? Ah, you know what the Starbucks? Ah. I went to go pick up um, sushi tonight and there's a Starbucks beside the place. And the last two times I've gone, like it's been probably, I've gone twice like in two months to grab sushi from this place. Both times, a minimum of 15 cars in the lineup for the drive-thru and a lineup at the door mm. just for the Starbucks. For Starbucks. Why are 15 people, cars deep. Why do people just don't mind waiting in lines anymore? 
Like I will not wait in a line unless, unless it's like, you know, for my driver's license or something, I absolutely have no way around doing a lineup. I will not wait in a line. I will drive another 10 miles to the next place. I don't huh. care. People are just, they don't mind it. I want to get in line. I don't have patience for it anymore. Downtown Unless, Toronto, a pizzeria give, is giving away free slices of pizza today. It's a three hour wait and people are there waiting in line. For, for one slice. <laughs> it's like, what? what that's that's toronto toronto is insane i'm sure people like if you want it as a joke got 10 of your friends and just started lining up in front of a monument or something people would line up and buying you it would just keep growing for no reason they just look hey there's a line up there i remember yeah i'm still waiting on my dog groomer's place to call me i called on Today, Friday, Wednesday, Thursday. I called Tuesday, left the voicemail on the machine. Uh, didn't hear back all day Tuesday. I was at work on Wednesday. I call Wednesday. Call Wednesday in the morning. Their voicemail machine is no longer accepting messages because it's full, I guess, right? So, okay, great. Mm -hmm. Try again Wednesday afternoon. Get through. Speak to someone. Okay. Confirmed that I left a message. So I'm on their waiting list or whatever. She goes, well, we're going to give it a try this week and see how it goes. Um, we're not sure of the process yet. So just wait till you hear back from us and maybe another week or two. Yeah, at least. I mean, my, my dog is like tripping over his own fur. Oh yeah, I know. What's uh, any, any problems in the back end there? No, no, Pugin stuck to his. Usually, that's it's happened a couple times. I wonder if it's more in the winter time. No, oh, more I, in the summer, I guess. I had to take the scissors to the dog here in the back. Right, now I did trim, I did trim the hair over his eyes, and I managed to somehow not poke his eyes out. <laughs> so he can still sort of see, but he's got to be like a sweaty because he's a Shih Tzu, right? Yeah. He's he's, uh, he's pretty ragtag right now. I should just I should just cut him with my trimmers. I don't know why my wife goes nuts about stuff like that. Well, like I said though, these dogs they have very very fine hair, and it's very difficult for a lot of trimmers. So you got to have the proper trimmer. Even scissors don't work, right? I I was fighting with my scissors because that that hair is just this weirdo super fine hair. You got to have special. Yeah, I'm not saying it's got to be perfect, but just you know helps cool them off. Yeah, I, I is it that hard just to go with one one you know level one guard on it and just do the whole dog? How's that? That's all I would do. Right? Yeah, I I agree. I would uh, and then I just pocket the sixty five dollars uh, myself. Oh god, yeah, mine's up to seventy. And then they ask for a tip too. Nope. Sorry, yeah, usually, <laughs> you own the business. Why am I tipping you on top of paying seventy? Yeah, I usually throw like five bucks. But if it was someone, an employee of someone else, yeah, I feel obligated to tip them because they're making not the full amount. But yeah, well, that's that's what my place is. That's they've got multiple groomers. In oh, this, okay. In this place, but even like the the sushi tonight, you know, you go to pay for it. All right, that's like. 
$67, $63. Jesus Christ. And then automatically it comes up. Do you want to leave a 15, 20 or 25% tip? And the guy's just like looking at me. I'm like, Oh my God, I feel guilty. All right. 15%. For what? I don't know. Making it. (laughs) Oh my God. Hopefully not poisoning me. You picked it up. Yeah, I know. Oddly enough, they're the only one that's open. The two other ones that I go to are closed. Still. Well, like I, I said last time we worked there, I went out for uh, some burrito action. And I thought it was a fabulous experience online compared to going in. Because it was all laid out online. You just check off the ingredients you want. There's no trying to figure out what that is. <laughs> if I want it. And, uh, you know, how many of those do I get? It's all labeled. It's all you pick off four of these ingredients. Okay. Well, I'll take that. that, that oh, that's what that is. Okay. That. Okay. Next. Okay. Two of these ingredients. Okay. Do, do, do. Yeah. I'll be curious if places consider with, um, consider continuing with this sort of curbside pickup, right? Even after, even after they're fully open, like, all right, if you want to just order it online and just, you know, I'm sure that'll be, we'll have it ready as soon as you get here and just have one person deal with that. Once I hit go, they fired me an email back and said, okay, hit this button when you arrive and we'll bring it out to you. So I got there and I hit the button. I'm here. And then another note came up. Okay. We're running it out right now. And then immediately someone came out. I hit the back uh, door on the car. It opens up, throw it in the back and close it. I don't come anywhere near them. They don't come anywhere near <laughs> me. Oh shit. <laughs> don't give me COVID. <laughs> Jesus. Give me a drink. I got so excited about burrito talk and it was good for a mucho burrito. (sighs) Can I I tell you what I've been watching or what I watched? My eyes are watering. Oh, you okay? They're going to call 911 for you. Yep. Send them to your address. Should I call SWAT and send them to your address? Yeah. Don't, don't even say that. Jesus. What is what's that called again when they when people do that? Swatting. Oh, it's called swatting. Yeah. And it's just because they're playing video games, right? And someone gets pissed off at them. Yeah. 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 I introduced oh. the kids to um I caught it halfway through, unfortunately, but uh I introduced them to the last half of the uh uh uh, Christopher Reeve Superman movie. And we actually watched it. I was surprised. Had to explain a bit of it to them, right? <laughs> yeah, as if. It was right at the so part surprised. when... Uh, well, it's not that entertaining for kids. I enjoyed it back in the day, but back yeah, then, it was, like, it was like awesome. Well, won an Academy Award for special effects, right? I don't know. It was right at the part when... Um, <laughs> You watch it now, it's like, holy sh... This was the, uh... Some version. Oh, what was it? 
extended version or director oh, director's cut. I, I, I couldn't tell what the difference was because it's been so long. It was right at the part when uh, uh, Superman's in the water with the chain around his neck with the kryptonite drowning in water and Miss, Mrs. Uh, Tessmacher jumps in, takes the chain off. He flies out and he has to stop the uh, these two missiles that Lex Luger had fired off. He does one and then the other one hits the San Andreas fault or something and triggers all that nonsense. And then Lois Lane's car goes into the ditch and she dies. Yeah. So then he gets angry and spins the earth backwards. Uh, I thought all that was that, so cool back in the day, man. All of that is way more believable than Lois Lane being hot. <laughs> he, she is true. Yeah, she is You're not trying hot. so hard to get attracted to her in that movie, and it's like, ugh, well, it's just, you know what it is. Every time I see her now, all I can think of is the Family Guy episode with her running in and out of the house, screaming like crazy. Did you ever see that one? <laughs> I think they used that a couple times. She got crazy eyes, and she yeah, she keeps running in and out of the uh, the Griffin house screaming. So that's all I can picture. Anyway, they they seem to. I think they liked it. I don't know. Just because it was Superman. I don't think they've ever, ever actually seen a Superman movie yet. So I'm going to have to introduce them. And then I finished, uh, I finally finished Castlevania season three and it was really good, man. A lot of, uh, sexual innuendo and, and, uh, and, uh, titties. Yeah. And vampire sex. What? Yeah, I had to go beat off after the last episode. <laughs> it was that. It was that hot. Give me a break. The animation's not even that good. This was good though. This the story was decent. I, I didn't think they could keep on carrying it on through season three, and, and the way they finished it, there'll be a season four. It looks like. Well, yeah, I'd like to, I haven't even started it. I kind of want to, but I'd give it a try, man. I don't know. The, the animation style seemed to be a turnoff for me. Just the style of the art, not necessarily how it's animated. Oh. It's not the art style. It didn't appeal to me, but maybe it does. I don't know. I have, I got to watch it. Right. Then I can make a determination. I like I like season one. I thought that was interesting with all the Dracula backstory and and everything that went on there. Uh, season two, I wasn't. It was good, but I, I enjoyed season one more, and then season three brought back for me. So, and they're not long. Like they're, I think what season one was like four episodes, six maybe. I think yeah. season, three, season three was eight episodes, so it's great. You know, you're not committing a whole long time to it. So the way they left it off, it the story, I think, will be continuing for sure. Mm -hmm. Hey, did you hear the news about the, the Joe Rogan podcast? Yeah. Where did you hear that? Because uh, I read the news, dude. Uh, 
is newsworthy. What a paycheck, man. What a paycheck. Does that mean it's not going to be on YouTube anymore? Jeez, I don't know. That or it won't be on iTunes either? Like what Spotify, their own thing? Yeah, it's a it's a music service. Right. It's but up you to them. That's you have to pay to, right? Yeah. There, there is a free version of Spotify. But now Spotify is just music, right? Or they have their own podcast section too? Yeah. This podcast happens to be hosted on Spotify. What? Look for STC Pod on Spotify with Joe Rogan. <laughs> we had a less of a contract <laughs> than his. We had to pay them to let us so go on it. Tell people that don't know what he what his contract what he was awarded. Oh, hold on here. I think I did I delete it? Oh I fucking Oh, I got it. Hold on, I gotta put my glasses on for this. Jesus. All right, here. It. Uh, podcast deal with Joe Rogan worth more than one hundred million dollars. His full library dating back eleven years is to hit the service September first and become the exclu- and become exclusive to Spotify. After that, there you go, exclusive. It's the Howard Stern move, says an industry expert who estimates that Rogan's deal with Spotify will be as lucrative as Stern's with Sirius XM, and Forbes estimates that Stern made $93 million in 2019. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Really? That is crazy. It is. Well, what's the length of the deal? Or is that just for his library? And then he... Earns more on top of that for sticking with them, or that's that's all that this uh, clipping says. So exclusivity. Yeah, that's it. I guess yeah, exclusivity. So that they will pull it off YouTube. So he got that big because it was free everywhere. Do people not get that? Musty Hobbit saying Spotify is free. A paid version eliminates ads. So there's ads for the free version. So I can still pull his podcast off of iTunes? Mm-hmm. Which, is the, which is how I, I get it? I don't think so. You'll need to get Spotify. The free version. I don't want Spotify. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to get the free version of Spotify. I hope they leave it on iTunes, or at least leave it on YouTube, man. I, I don't know. He's going to continue, I'm assuming, do a like a, a video recording of his his shows, right? Oh, Musty says you could stream it from the Spotify website, too. You don't have to get the app, I guess, right? So if you're at work, instead of going to YouTube, just go to Spotify. I could see them putting clips on YouTube to keep you interested, but you won't get the full show, I bet you. Hmm. It is a shame, man. These guys build themselves up by offering the content in so many locations, and then... Now he gets the payday for it, so it's all good. Joe Rogan. I know, you don't like the guy. Though I just listened to the, uh, he had Tony Hawk on one of his latest shows, so I listened to that today. He had Elon Musk on again, and he totally let him off the hook when Elon said everyone should be going back to work. He just kowtowed to him. He didn't hold them to account how people going back to work couldn't infect people at home. 
he didn't press him on it. He just, he seemed very starstruck by Elon Musk when he was in. Yeah, but he's already been on the show. I know. He should have so put the screws So I didn't watch the first one yet either, so. He didn't hit him with any of the hard questions that I saw. I didn't watch the entire thing, but he didn't give him the all, hey, do you ever feel guilty for losing $500 million off your stock price for a stupid tweet? Do you ever, you know, it was none of that. It was just all, oh, tell me about your houses. Oh, you got the Gene Wilder house? How cool is that? <sighs> I couldn't listen to it all. I, I was getting frustrated. That's not to say every... I've listened to good Joe Rogan podcast too before when he has the physics guys on and they get into the black hole stuff. He will dig deep into that because he's generally interested in it, but I don't know. He seemed to, there's one, I think it's his most recurring guest, uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick. She's some biophysicist or biochemist dude. Her, Listening to her, your brain hurts how smart she is. And the best part about those ones is he just lets her run with it and, and she'll go and go and go. And it's just like, you know, he admits he's not the smartest guy, but he reads enough and talks to enough people that he can have a conversation with her about things and know how to ask certain questions. But she's really fascinating. As boring as you would think she might be, some of her uh, episodes with him are really good. So what's the plan for tomorrow? We're off all weekend. Are you letting me go? No, I'm just asking what you're doing tomorrow. Oh, well, I got stuff to talk about too, you know. All right. You can say it after you answer my question when I ask you what you're doing tomorrow. Ah, tomorrow. Sleep in. Get up. I will be sleeping in. If the kids let me. Uh, let you. Uh, you know, a little kid gets up early. She bombs around, wakes me up. We are switching to nights next, so it is allowed to sleep in. Let's get try, get our bodies switched over. It's going to be even hotter tomorrow, which is going to yep. be incredible. I was uh, I had to find the shorts today. I had to break out the shorts. Mm. So. I was still in my work my work jeans. I, you know, I don't have any freaking plans. I need bananas. Bananas got to work in there somewhere. <laughs> Other than that. Is that for your uh, smoothie shake? Yeah, for sure. The kids go through bananas like Matt. They love the bananas. And then I don't have any for my smoothie. I have one every morning with my uh, breakfast. Good. It's good uh, protein. Uh, yeah. Why do you got? Big stuff, more more yard stuff, right? Gonna, oh, I got a list of stuff I have to do. Play with your bricks. Bang your bricks around. I got to hit up the LCBO. Stock the fridge up. up. I got to fix a crack in a rock. I got to chip some stone <laughs> at the door. Fix got it. some interlocking to do. Um, stone beside the fence. I don't even know what that means. You would and love. And cut the grass. First thing in the morning. That. I got to do that too. Cut the weeds. Well, I got to get the lawnmower out of the rafters to start with. And then, what? Uh, How'd you get it up there? It's in winter storage up on a hook in the rafters. Muscles. Uh, I don't even know if I can lift mine. You got That's gas. one thing I got. What? 
Yours is gas. That's that's why. Oh, yours is it? No, of course not. I'm smart. Does yours uh, blow bubbles when you push it too? <laughs> yeah, maybe it does all kinds of things. Yes, because my kids have one that blows bubbles. bubbles. You got a good one in. Enjoy it. Well, that was funny, wasn't it? It was good. It was really Hopefully, good. someone lis- listens to this show and finds it funny as well. Ah, boy. One good thing I'll say about this uh, nonsense that's going on is it's allowed me to get through a lot of my podcasts listening. Except for freaking Rogan because he pump- pumps out two a day. But did you watch the uh, Cartridge Club Hangout last night? The monthly version, Cartridge Club? No, Hangout. I didn't. Last night? Yeah, it was an exceptional episode, I got to say. Why? It's helmed by uh, It's Rocket Sauce, of course. Uh, Frantic Josh is there and uh, Fitnat. And uh, a very popular vinyl enthusiast popped in for a bit. That was a good time. Oh, well, I won't be watching them. <laughs> I talked about you. Gave you plenty of props. Still won't be watching. Really? Props as usual. Yeah. Mm. I said what a nice thing you did. You said you said my name once. What do you mean? One. What nice thing that I do? Not that I don't do nice things, but for my pickups. Showed my pickups. Oh, he stole it. You gave you gave me a game, and I talked about how nice you were. Because I gave you a CD game? Yeah. Well, you actually gave me something. So that was... was (laughs) I give you lots of things. So... uh, I was going to say, you would love the ghetto patch job I did on my back, uh, you know, fence gate to get into the backyard. I got these critters that keep chewing through my gate, right? Like rabbits or something. And they made a hole so big last year that the dog actually got it one night. Had to go on a dog hunt. So last year, I just quickly grabbed a plank and then zipped the plank up. It's just along the bottom, right? I put this plank across the whole bottom of the gate and just zipped that in with screws. And then this spring, there's a hole through it. The freaking rabbit or whatever it is chewed through that plank to get in. Not big enough for the dog to get through, but it's getting big enough. So what what am I going to put there? And I was going through my garage and I had... From the bottom of my old car, there was this like aluminum sheet that kind of guarded the oil pan, which at one point, all of the uh, bolts rusted off and it just comes off. One oil change the guy took off. He said, this is hanging out by only one bolt. Doesn't do anything other than maybe protect it. Yeah, that's your uh, uh, underneath the front of your car. Yeah. So he took it yeah, off. He said the same thing all the with, spots where the screws go is ripped. Yeah, same thing happened with my Mazda. It's uh, I forget the name of the plate, but it, it also, unfortunately, also protects your uh, like your AC unit and stuff from stuff getting up into under your motor. Okay, could be. So yeah, it Anyways, does do I've something. Had that kicking around, I've had it kicking around the garage for a couple of years now, and I'm looking at that. And I'm hmm. Yeah, animal won't chew through that, will it? And so <laughs> I went and screwed that to the gate at the bottom. Big piece of uh, <laughs> aluminum or whatever it is. Pretty ghetto. The big kid was yelling at me. She's like, Dad, that looks so stupid. Hey, who cares? No one can see it. It's on the inside. No one cares. Oh, it's chewing through It'll the do gate. do the job. 
I think it's a bunny. Got bunnies all the time. So we had um I think it's a bunny. Underneath our Japanese maple in the back, we had those uh name drop ground hugger bushes. I don't know what you call them. Little little green bushes like about that high off the ground, but they tend to spread out, right? So and we got rocks around it. Um so the other day, well, this would have been last week, we look and there's like three cracked eggs on top of the rock. They just mm. split open, right? And mm. what and these are bigger than they're actually bigger than, you know, the, the eggs you would find in your fridge. What? That you eat. Yeah. So they're they're animal eggs, right? So we go down, what the f so I had to clean up this mess, try and figure out where did these eggs come from? There's no nests, there's no trees around that an egg nest, uh, these eggs would have fallen out of. All right. So I clean this mess up the next day, four more eggs and they've what been cracked you? open. So some critter, right? Where are Is these coming from? In it? I'm looking through fall? the bushes here. I don't see anything. So then we decide to, we're going to, we're going to rip out the bushes anyway. So of course she puts me to work and that takes like two hours. Cause you got to dig out the roots and all that. And then in between the bushes, we didn't see, but there was this nest in the bushes on the, that must've been sitting in the ground. And we think that they were lovebird eggs because they can sometimes nest on the ground, which I would never have thought of, but morning doves, yeah. lovebirds, morning doves, <laughs> morning doves, lovebirds, same thing, isn't it? Uh, maybe anyway. And I, who knew they had this many eggs? But that sounds huge. You said it's bigger than a chicken egg. They were bigger than chicken eggs, yeah. Well, bigger than the eggs that you're buying at the store and, and cooking. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah. How, how are they pooping out these eggs? How, how big are these birds are supposed to be small, right? But you so said anyway, there was a mess. Sorry? Like there was stuff inside the eggs? Some of them, there was still like yellow goo. So anyway, some we figured some raccoon must have been climbing over the fence or something, because I've already sealed off the bottom of my fence and all the gates and stuff with like uh, with chicken wire, so nothing can dig under. Because we were getting rabbits in the backyard eating some of the plants, so I chicken wire the entire fence all the way around the bottom. Um. What's wrong with having some bun buns? Because they eat the plants. What plants? Who cares? And then they go poo in the, back in the yard. Bun buns are cute. Why not have animals in your backyard? I like nope. bun buns. Um, okay, so we figured it was a raccoon. And then I took out the, the bushes and cleaned everything up. And we figured, okay, that's that. Today, the neighbors next door had uh, pest removal company pull up in two trucks and they were, I saw, I saw them pull in. I go, all right. So I w went out in the morning and did my errands, came back like two hours later and they're still there. So, okay. I don't know what's going on. Bring some stuff to the backyard. As I'm coming up, I see three baby raccoons on my neighbor's driveway under uh, sitting underneath and hiding behind the front wheel of one of their cars. 
like little baby raccoons just poking their heads out, you know, super cute, making little chittering noises. I guess raccoons had gotten into their garage, into their house somehow, something, right? <laughs> I didn't ask. So, and I thought they would have just grabbed them and, and displaced them somewhere else, but because they were babies, I think he left them for the mother because of the mother or something. I don't know. So then they come over to my, and my garage is open and they're like, close your garage door, man. There's some raccoons here. So I close the garage door. These three little guys come over and now they're hiding underneath my mother-in-law's car. And then my wife and the kids come out and then they come out from under the car, start sniffing at my garage. And then the, all three of them start walking towards us. Yeah. These cute, these cute little raccoons. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, what the go. Like, and now they're on my property. So eventually we, uh, we walk away because, you know, we figured they're hiding and they're not running away because they're sort of scared and, and we're distracting them kind of thing. Right. Just leave them alone. They'll go away. So we all go inside and normally I leave my garage open when I'm working in the backyard or in the front. Cause I'm constantly going in and out. So now I can't do that nonsense. I come up a little bit later from the backyard and I put my clippings on the side of the house and the bags to go out for a garbage day. The three raccoons are over there where I put my clippings in the uh, waste compost bags. Mm. So I start throwing rocks at them because there's rocks over there. Like, get out of here. Fucking. And then I see them uh, a little later. I see one of them crawl underneath my neighbor's fence. So now they're in his backyard. Yeah. All I got to do is get their head through. And boom, root, yeah. they're in. <laughs> they're super cute, but I'm going to have to kill them. <sighs> yeah. Well, like I said, I watched a ton of those vet veterinarian shows, you know, and that, that one vet in Florida, people would come in with raccoons. They've decided to take in as pets. I think it's how nuts they are down there. <laughs> they're just rowdy. These raccoons, they'll take my, keep them as pets. Oh, she gets crazy sometimes. I hold her tight as we watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She want, she she she's acting like she wants to get away from me, but I know she doesn't. <laughs> she really wants to just be close to me. As Man, she's alive. holy! Well, wow, that's cool. It's weird that the pest removal people aren't, unless they couldn't, like you said, they couldn't get the mother, and so it would be. I don't think the to... mother was around because we didn't see any big fat raccoon. That's another thing too, man. These people that put out their, their green waste compost bins at nighttime. And then you come out in the morning and you see them all tipped over and all the food out because, you know, yeah. the raccoons got to them. I'm thinking just because you guys are fucking lazy to get out early enough in the morning and put your bins out by eight o'clock. So now you got to put them out at night. Hopefully the garbage guys are nice enough to come by and pick it up instead of just keep on driving. Yeah, they normally don't because they don't need to pick up after you. And then I got to see garbage on the on the road cuz you guys. I, I, I have a little people. bit of, I have a little empathy for those people because like I got caught a couple of weeks ago, my garbage always comes around 1 or 2 or 3. So I left my garbage until I got home from an overnight shift at around 7:30. Those pricks had already been there that day. They were there like at 7 in the morning. <laughs> you guys, Ooh, that's 
So, you know. Listen, I, I don't normally do this, but because um, of who they are, we have to say hi to... I haven't said hi to Musty yet, so hey, Musty. And uh, Eric just popped on, so we got to say hi to Eric. Well, stop the plane. Hey, I only do it to certain people. I had fun with Eric last night on the Cartridge Club Hangout, by the way. I got, That's why I went on. I saw Eric was there. I'm like, I got to get in there. Talk to my man, Eric. He's looking good. He's got the... It's got the growth. I love the beard. It's great. I just want to run my fingers through it. We gave him some tips on uh, beard butter he should be buying and applying, getting Mrs. Q-Dog to apply for him in a it's deep a process. Uh, it's yeah. a process. Hey, I don't know if you're ever going to let me talk in this podcast. I love that you've come out, you know, like a gun today with tons of well, material. You know what was funny? Look at this. Let me show you one thing before I, I let you... Uh, I saw this picture today and it, and it brought tears to my eyes almost. Uh, hold on now. Now I can't find the bloody thing. Okay, go ahead. I'll, I'll find it. You know, I did want to mention because a couple people died. <laughs> and I just wanted to talk about it for a minute because these people were really cool people. Of course, Fred Willard died. Great comedian. Uh, we loved him so much in waiting for Guffman and best in show. And he made countless, countless appearances on late, late night television. If you want to see the kind of stuff he did, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimble Kimball did a great, uh, tribute episode to him. So check that out. Fred Willard. Who? Fred Willard. Yeah, Fred Willard. He's so funny, man. Like, Waiting for Guffman, when you first see Fred Willard come on, Waiting for Guffman, he has a hallway meeting with Eugene Levy, who plays a dentist. And within one breath, he's already got 10 dentist jokes out. Within a breath. And that's all off the top of his head. And someone else who passed away was really, really shocking. And I, I found out about her a little bit late. It's uh, Lynn Shelton, and I don't know if you remember, I talked to you about a movie she did with Mark Maron called Sword of Trust, where it was a comedy where Mark Maron plays a pawn shop owner who comes upon this, this mm -hmm. sword that proves the South won the Civil War. Yep. And, and so hijinks ensue, and anyways, it was directed by Lynn Shelton, and she kind of spearheaded this new movement of cinema, I guess it's called Mumblecore. It's heavily weighted in um, dialogue and uh, it's fine to improvise the dialogue. So improvisational dialogue moves the plot more than anything else. I haven't seen many of her movies, but uh, she worked on Glow with Mark Maron. And of course, this Sword of Trust movie, which I highly recommend. It's on Netflix. Check it out. And her and Mark Maron got involved after working together so much and it it was kind of a new thing but it was a very big thing for mark Marin. and she had moved in with him during this whole crisis and she came down with the symptoms you know the the fever and all that jazz so they had her tested out uh talked to doctors get tested okay she got a test test came back negative talk to the doctors again. They're like, okay, well, there are still flus and stuff out there. So just ride it out and uh, see if you get better. So a couple days, whatever, go by, still not getting better. 
So they talk to their medical people again and check things out. And they're like, okay, we'll get her in for blood tests on Friday and we'll do this and we'll figure that out. And then that night he heard her in the middle of the night in the hallway collapse out of it. And uh, he attended to her and all that called 911, uh, get her to the hospital, got her to two separate hospitals within 12 hours. She had passed away. She was 53 years old some sort of unknown blood condition. They still don't know. So that was shocking. And uh, uh, Mark Marin continued on with WTF and did a nice uh, tribute show to her. And uh, check that out if you want to learn more about that. But definitely check out Sword of Trust. And finally, uh, as you know, the our Canadian Forces Snowbirds have been touring the country, um, showing everyone... Uh, you know, terms of solidarity and celebration of Canada, they would fly over every city, going city by city all across Canada. They made it all the way out to BC. And tragically, one of the airplanes, just after taking off, lost power immediately. And as the pilot tried to turn back, it completely fell out of the uh, flight envelope and just plummeted to the ground, pulled the eject, both people came out, they sit tandemly in the snowbirds in the tutors. So one ejects first, then the other one. And unfortunately, because they had just taken off, they were so close to the ground that ejecting that close to the ground is never going to turn out good. And unfortunately, one of the people in the plane died. She wasn't not the pilot. She was uh, like their media director or someone director communications she was a captain i think in the air force and uh the pilot he didn't get off scot-free easy either he had severe injuries due to the hard landing she died she's from nova scotia or east coast as well and you know nova scotia has been going through like terrible terrible times recently there's been a lot of bad luck happening over there so i feel for them i feel for my snowbirds i love the snowbirds because I love planes, I love Canada's planes, and uh, they will see flight again, I'm sure. But it's it's interesting, like in your town, right? The school that your kids go to, they lost uh, someone flying uh, snowbirds, right? Yeah, it's a, it's actually not their school. It's the uh, the school they share the the two schools back onto one another. So yeah, the other school lost a snowbird. So at the start of every school year. Uh, it's a tradition that they do, and the school is named after this person, so they do a flyby, uh, you know, three or four right. flybys at the start of every school year. And I, when I was growing up, I, in high school, I went to high school with a dude whose brother actually died. Um, now, that seems like how many people die flying snowbirds. It's only been like seven in their 40 years of uh, flights, millions and millions of hours of flights. So it, it is a relatively low number, but it does happen. It's a dangerous thing. But know that those people, that is their dream, and they were doing what they loved for sure, flying snowbirds. So anyways, I thought I just meant Everyone knows better, but I thought I'd just mention it about snowbirds. I can't wait to see them hit the skies again. Although, like I said, they've been flying those tutors for 40-plus years. So we'll see what happens. Sorry, sorry to bring that up. 
That's the way you end the show. <laughs> I still got this? a page of notes, dude. Oh, we're done. Can you see this photo? Yeah, I see it. For some reason that came up today in one of my timelines or notifications. Brought a tear uh, to my eye. Oh, did it? Yeah. yeah. See, I we're next to your pool there. I put a uh, a life jacket under my shirt around my stomach area. That's why it looks bulged out there. Uh, well, I put I put an inflatable there. Shit. <laughs> Those were the times, man. I loved God it. God damn. You opened your, your heart and your doors to the Cartridge Club people. Yeah. So Joe showed a picture of the Cartridge Club at Joe's house, at his yes. pool. Eric, pre-COVID beard. <laughs> you got the Q-Dogs there. Who else was there? Bert? Musty Hobbit. The Latin legend was there. Don't hear from that guy anymore. They just Mrs. caught me Q off guard Dog. today. That's cool. Mrs. Q-Dog's here too. Hi, Melissa. Don't be mad at me for having fun with Eric last night. I apologize. I apologize to everyone for my antics last night. It's just... Are we drinking again? No, no. I was just excited to talk to Eric. You're supposed to be talking about video games on that. On they show. were very heavy on video games. I'm jumping yeah, in there. I wonder, I wonder why. Fun. I wonder why. <laughs> they kept talking about videos. Like, I thought we were having fun here. Then they, Rocket would ask me about PS5 or something. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not. I, it's not even. I don't care. <laughs> I, I just let's get the hijinks going. They're about business. No, they still had fun. They still had fun there. So, anyways, yeah, I got a lot to talk about. I guess next week, since you didn't let me. Uh... Uh, we're at that hour mark, and usually at this at the time, the feed starts crapping out. Starts stuff starts going to shit. Oh, by the way, yeah, I did want to mention to everyone who tries to do this like me, and you notice we do have issues with bandwidth. I, I complain about the kids. I figured out that uh, I have that Nest doorbell that feeds live video 24 hours a day. <laughs> That's using up half my bandwidth. So luckily through the app, you can turn that off. So I turned that off, and we haven't had any issues this show, right? I saw you, you glitched once around the 45 minute mark, but it was like so minor that I didn't say anything. Yeah. So that's yeah, no, it's been good. You just got to remember to turn the doorbell back on. So when we uh, record next time, uh, people should know that that's when they can go to the front of your house and do stuff because they won't be on, <laughs> won't be on video. That's true. That's true. Well, thanks everybody for joining us on this episode of STC pod. That's been a fun one. I told people it's going to be a fun one this week. You don't have to worry. It's going to be fun. I'm going to worry, come worry out. about what I said. I'm going to come out hard with compliments about Joe's YouTube channel. Everything is going to be like a breeze after that. And it was, it worked that's, out. That's not why. <laughs> anyway, nice to see uh, Melissa and Eric and uh, musty. Thanks for coming on guys. Um, if you are enjoying this on this channel, the start to continue YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button. Cause we've got lots of stuff going on. We've been doing a weekly vinyl, um, record show on this thing where we sit down four or five of us. We have callers call in. It's been a wild zoo. You don't have to be a record guy. You just want to listen about music. Come on by and check it out. The next recording of that is going to be on 
Thursday, Thursday night. But if you subscribe to this channel and go to the Start to Continue YouTube channel, you'll see it at the very top, upcoming live streams. So you'll see that. You'll see our next recording for this when that's scheduled. It's all on there. So go sub to uh, Start to Continue YouTube channel. Joe's over there at his YouTube channel. It's called My Life in Collecting. And he's got a lots of content happening there. Lots of big stuff. He's been out in the world. He's showing you new things that people and, haven't been able to and see. And what should you do? You should go subscribe to that. Yes. I, I will be having my, uh, I've started a tape club. What? So, uh, yeah, a tape, an audio cassette live feed. So what? I'll be, start, I'll be starting up next week too. This is new. I haven't heard not, of this. I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh, that was a joke. You should. Because we kind of talked about this, what you should be doing with your VHS. Oh, yeah, it's something different. I thought that's what you meant. Yes, check out Bill's. Uh, Anyways, uh, no, vinyl. Joe's done lots of things. But yeah, check out Bill's uh, vinyl feed. It's very good. It's a nice, just nice chat, nice fun hangout with uh, four or five guys talking about vinyl. Hear that audio and files? Check it out. Y'all can come in. We're talking to the chat and we'll accept callers too. And uh, so uh, Instagram, STC pod, Joe's Instagram, uh, AC Decepticon, same on Twitters. You'll find us there. And uh, hey, I've also, I'm also on Reddit nowadays. Believe that? I went back to Reddit. I'm there as uh, Bilco Prod, which is my username for PlayStation, Xbox, and uh, now Letterboxd as well. So Bilco Prod 1L. Check that out. What did you uh, say, Letterboxd? Yeah, it's this thing uh, Kevin and a bunch of them use to track what movies they watch. So they were talking about, hey, I'll try that out. So it's, it's really simple to what? use. Yeah. What is this? It's an app? It's like a, I guess there's probably an app for it. It's like is an it online. Like disc, is it like the Discog app kind of thing? Yeah. Well, it's easier to use. It's like all the infos there. You just, oh, I watched this movie. Click on the movie and say you watched it. Then you can rate it if you want. Oh, yeah, I liked it. I gave it three stars out of five. And then you can, you know, we're always struggling to remember what we watched last week. You can filter the results of what you watched by date or so you can see what you watched last week and remember it letterboxed go look it up join it up i'm bill coprod joe will be joe money mm. joe will be not doing that but that's good i got a memory like a steel trap i got no problem remembering what i watch it's just for very two, easy. For two days, and then I forgot. It's very easy. And Reddit seems to be not as Nazi-like as they were before. You know, like if you tried to suggest to something. Yeah, you're banned. You're banned, mother. You dare link to your YouTube channel? Now they seem, I don't know. Don't mind it. Show us your links. Okay, here you go. So right. Let's wrap it up, brother. I think I did. That's it. Okay. I'm Swayze. I am Demi Moore. Post it and post it.